0: Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The Ukraine crisis escalates. Crime surging in New York City. Quarter of Americans purchase less food to cope with inflation. Rent prices smash records. Also ahead, why Putin violated international law. But first, on that front, Russia formally recognizing the independence of two sections of eastern Ukraine that is against international law. Putin dispatching so-called peacekeeping troops into the area to allegedly maintain order. Putin, also announcing his decision during an hour-long televised address in Russia, said Putin, quote, why did we have to be so generous and then give these republics the right to leave after the fall of the Soviet Union? That was madness, unquote. More on crazy Putin coming up. Violent crime in New York City spiraling, felonies rising double digits since Eric Adams was sworn in as mayor less than two months ago. Shootings up 16% from January, assaults in the subway system up 35%, robberies up 25%. The mayor deploying an additional 1,000 police officers to stop the chaos, Governor Kathy Hochul allocating $40 million to treat mentally ill homeless people, which will not help crime at all. Only incarceration will. Data from the Census Bureau showing a quarter of Americans now purchasing less food and medicine to cope with higher prices. Hardest hit are those earning less than $75,000 a year. Biggest factor, the rise in energy prices, utility rates for fuel up 33% in New Mexico, 35% in Arkansas, 50% in Michigan. The higher prices may doom the Biden administration. The cost of rent smashing all records. Prices jumping 15 to 20 percent in most major cities. A one-bedroom apartment in Miami will set you back $2,500. That figure rising to $3,000 in New York City, $4,200 in San Francisco, if you can believe it. Economists blame the rent spike on high energy prices, construction delays, and tenants refusing to pay during COVID. In a moment And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Putin did the wrong thing by invading Ukraine. Is anyone surprised he did the wrong thing? That he violated international law? I predicted he would not send Russian troops into Ukraine and I was wrong. So let's figure out why and take a look at old Vlad. He was born in 1952 in St. Petersburg, Russia. After graduating from Leningrad State University, Putin began his career in the KGB as an intelligence officer. Following the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991, Putin retired from the KGB with the rank of colonel. He then rose to the top ranks of the Russian government. After joining President Yeltsin's administration in 1998, Putin was essentially a hatchet man. He was then selected as prime minister of Russia in 1999. A few months later, Yeltsin resigned as president, appointing Putin acting president. Due to term limits, Putin was forced to leave the presidency in 2008, but not before securing the office for his protégé. Putin then served as prime minister until 2012, when he was re-elected as Russia's president. Throughout his tenure, the strongman has been accused of eliminating his political opponents since taking office. 240 members of the Russian press have been murdered. And you think it's bad here. Now this Ukraine thing is a giant fiasco. It breaks down order in the world. It puts financial markets everywhere on the defensive. And again, Putin had no right to declare parts of Ukraine independent. But he doesn't care about that. Just today, the German Chancellor said he is going to suspend the Nordstrom II pipeline. That is huge. Putin and Russia invested hundreds of billions of dollars in that pipeline to carry Russian energy into Europe. If the Germans shut it down because that's the end of the pipeline in Germany, Putin gets hammered. So the Germans did Mr. Biden a big favor by taking aggressive action quickly. So what we have here is a situation where Vladimir Putin doesn't really care about law and order. And you can make very apt APT comparisons to Adolf Hitler in the 1930s. Putin is using the same playbook. It is up to President Biden to lead the world against Putin. And we will see what Biden does. But again, Germany has really helped him out because the Germans need Russian energy. And now Germany's saying, no, nine. We're not gonna buy anything from Putin while he is breaking international law. I was surprised by that, but it's huge. And now we'll see if President Biden can follow up and impose draconian sanctions against Russia. I'm Bill O'Reilly, I approve that message by writing it. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com where we have former Secretary of State Pompeo on the no-spin news tonight. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, 265532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Forty-two years ago today, the United States Olympic hockey team pulled off one of the most dramatic upsets in sports history, defeating the Soviet Union in what is now known as the Miracle on Ice. Here is the story. Between 1960 and 1980, the Soviets won all 12 Olympic matches against the USA, outscoring the Americans 117 goals to 26. Even when the U.S. allowed NHL hockey players to participate, they lost to the Russians twice. Before 1980, the Soviets won the gold medal at five of the previous six Winter Olympics. By contrast, the Americans were a team of young, unknown players in 1980. Gamblers in Vegas had the odds of Russia beating the Americans 10 to 1. The Soviet squad, regarded as the finest in the world, fell to the inexperienced American team 4 to 3 before a frenzied crowd of 10,000 in Lake Placid, New York. Russian leaders were so enraged by the loss... They refused to have the Russian players' names engraved on the silver medals that they won. The American roster went on to compete in future Olympics. A few joined the NHL. Coach Herb Brooks managed the New York Rangers, Jersey Devils, Pittsburgh Penguins before his death in 2003 at age 66. And here is something else you might not know. The Miracle on Ice was more than just an Olympic upset. To many, it was an ideological victory in a time of trouble for America. Months earlier, revolutionaries seized hostages at the U.S. Embassy in Iran. The Soviet Union had just invaded Afghanistan. America in the Carter economy was suffering. So the Miracle on Ice had a lasting impact on U.S. morale. Less than a month after the game, Ronald Reagan won the Republican primary. Said Mr. Reagan, quote, I think Americans see in this hockey team a national symbol that nice guys in a tough world can finish first, unquote. Back after this. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.